I also, a reason I was like a little bit more aggressive too about probably putting my credit card down and not doing more of like a hoo-hoo, like a reveal, like <laughs> tell me to stop. Welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Rourke, who's joining us from London. Cheerio, darling. <laughs> I was going to- Top of the evening. I shan't. I shan't be doing that. Although I have been, to fully hijack this conversation, I've been binging Friday Night Lights. I love that show. So I know, same. This is my third time watching it. And I'm like just as emotionally affected every time I've watched it. But I actually- found myself speaking in a southern accent to logan earlier today okay you insane person it's funny you say that we went to see to kill a mockingbird on the stage in the west end Mm -hmm. and it was british people trying to do a deep south accent and there were some very funny moments like it was a great play i want to (laughs) say but there were a couple moments where i was like oh slippage oh dear oh no (laughs) that was not southern (laughs) yeah i said like i've cried almost every episode of that show because it's just so good it wrecks and yeah and i also like really like football so i'm also like incredibly emotionally invested in the football aspect of it it's just like a, a a full thing but i said to logan like logan like why am i crying but i said logan why am i crying Oh my God, that's so <laughs> like, cute. Oh my God, I need to not, I can't, I have to go interact with someone else. I've been alone for too long. I love it. Well, good. I love, I love like a recharge weekend. Yeah, this weekend has very much been, I went out with a bunch of friends on Friday night um, to celebrate. I closed on my apartment on Friday. I saw that. Yeah. Okay, wait, okay, wait, 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 hold. Yes. I've been very um, narcissistic on social media as in I've gone on to like post my own shit and then bounced. So I actually feel like I really don't know what's up, except for I did see that story. And yay. Yeah. So I, uh, so yeah, so I had um, kind of a crazy week just with work and I've been in the office a lot. Yes. Hello. Before we get in too deep, I just want to say that I traveled with a pared down podcast setup. So I do not have my best quality mic with me. So apologies to listeners if this is not coming through is like amazing on my end but we are we are doing what we can do yes that's all psa okay i thought Moving you were talking on. to me at first i was like no. it's okay <laughs> i know you knew I'm like, I'm like i know it's okay Allie, let um, me lodge this formal apology with you right now <laughs> no go um so i've talked a little bit on the pod about how i've been trying to extend my damp january into into future months And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice, nice little flavorful drink. That is a little little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the Recess Watermelon Mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Anyway, so yeah, so I had, I've had i been going to the office a little bit more recently just because of what's going on, like a bunch of stuff going on at work. I'm going to be there four out of five days next week. Bleak. It's a lot for you. I really hate it. Like, I don't get, I, I really like my job. I really don't like being in an office. Not not this particular office, just an office. It's just yeah. not my vibe. Um, anyway, so I closed. So we went through the whole closing walkthrough. Everything went great. And then I did the closing and I got to meet the sellers for the first time, which was kind of fun and cute. Yeah. They gave me some like inside baseball scoop about the building and some of the neighbors and it all sounds very good. Not Nothing that, like bad. But That stuff is really good to know. Neighbors can yeah. really make or break a situation. Totally. Although the apartment across the, the hall, like directly across the hall from me, was also on the market. So that is also a new person. So they don't know that person. Got it. Okay. The person so, that's going to be like my most – but the person that I share walls with is apparently very nice. That's great. So that's good. Yeah. Um, my last neighbor would never shut Oh, up. yeah. I remember that. Oh, my God. She would make me late. I would be like, I have got – I'm trying to leave. leave. I'm going somewhere. 
Yeah. One of my friend Taryn just moved into a new apartment building and there's this like older lady who recently moved from the Upper East Side to like Jersey where Taryn lives. And she's like very used to having, I think, a like larger community of older people mm. to hang with. And Taryn has similarly gotten like trapped in conversations with her. Yeah. Where she's like, I just am trying to like watch my dog run around this dog run right now. Like I just I, – I can't hear about mm. your grocery store run right now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so my friends and I went out on Friday night. We were out quite late. So I slept in yesterday and then I've just been like – I've gone on a couple walks, been binging TV, just hanging, recharging to your, that to great. your word. Yeah. It's been a, a nice weekend and catching up on some sleep. And I have a – like I said, four out of five days in the office. I have plans every single night of this week. Um so it's going to be uh, – and then I'm going to Atlantic City next weekend. So it's going to be a wild ride. And that's for volleyball, I presume? That's for volleyball, yeah. There's a beach volleyball tournament. It's some, It used to be the weekend right after Labor Day, but it's like a post-Labor Day, like last beach tournament of the year. I don't play I much like beach. I I remember that last year. Um, I didn't go last year, but it's like usually a thing. Okay. Got it. Um, so that should be fun. So we got a bunch of hotel rooms right on the boardwalk. Um, and there's a group of like 10 or 12 of us that are going down. So should be a good time. Um, I have a date on Wednesday night, possibly also a date on Tuesday night, depending on if something else I'm supposed to do gets canceled. Okay, wait. We haven't talked about this guy, the tennis pro. No. So that's part of my updates as well. Okay. Um, yeah, because I'm I went very out, behind right now. Well, I went out with him after we recorded last time because we right. recorded early last last week. Yes. Um, so yeah. So I basically have like a start to finish story about him already. Okay, great. Um, so went out with him. We call him the tennis pro. Um, he plays tennis. Um, not professionally. Spoiler alert. He was not here for the US Open. Um, but I went out with him last Monday on, on Labor Day. Is that right? I think so. On Labor Day. Yes. Um, and had a great time. I, I said in my recap video that I did, like he, he's very, was very interesting. We had very different interests, mm -hmm. but in a way that like, I was interested in his interests. If that makes I sense? think that's great. I like yeah, that a lot. Same. Like they weren't so different that we couldn't relate. Yes. Cause that has happened to me too, where it's like, oh, you, we are at such different ends of the interest spectrum that like I, I can't even like engage in what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but that wasn't the case. They were just like different enough um, that we just had a lot to talk about. He very – he came across as very like intentional about what he was saying and, and you know, just his whole vibe. He was very like adulty mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. Although like he, he has really his shit together vibes? Yeah. Like he has his shit together but like in, in a lot of different ways. Not Not – you know, necessarily professionally or like one specific thing, but just like is a whole human. That's nice. I like kind that. of way. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, we ran into a coworker of his while we were at the bar, so we like chatted with that person for a while. Oh my god, funny. Um, yeah, and it was this like very cute. It's a place that Cindy has been telling me that I should go for a long time. It's a flower shop that turns into a bar at night. Very cool. Yeah, it's like a flower shop outside. It's called Sycamore in Ditmas Park if anybody lives in the area and wants to check it out. So like during the day, it's a flower shop in the front, but they have like a bar behind it and like I a like, really cute backyard. That sounds very vibey and like very. I, like, I yeah. like the scene. I like the scene that you're setting. Yeah, very vibey, very vibey. So yeah, we had a great time. He walked me. He lives like near that bar, so do I-ish. Um, so he walked me like practically all the way home, had a great time. Um, it wasn't like... It's, it's kind of like – I forget what um, matchmaker date this was for you, but where I was like, I would absolutely go out with him again. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I really hope I do mm -hmm. kind of thing. It was like somewhere in between, like in a, you know, a nice, comfortable way. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up texting him a couple days later, just kind of like checking in. Um, he had started up work. Um, and so just like, you know, how's the week going, whatever. We like text back and forth a little bit. I was getting the feeling – I said this on the Patreon when I recorded with Erica on Friday. I said on the Patreon that like I was getting the feeling that he wasn't into it. Interesting. What was telling you that? Just based on his his re his responsiveness or his like engage the, the his level of engagement versus what it was like when we were messaging before we went out. Got it. You perceived just a shift. I just – yeah, I perceived a shift there. Um, and so I was just like, I'm just going to see if he wants to go out again so that we can either like – 
continue to talk because we're going out again or or just stop, know what the score is or just stop talking yeah yeah <laughs> exactly so i did and he does i was correct he does not want to go out again um so oh, well. the tennis pro will tennis on without me love for all and yet yes. for none <laughs> yes ex- exactly <laughs> exactly um so yeah so you know bummer but it's okay um, and then, so I have been keeping you apprised of this one particular man on Bumble. Yeah. Um, who we are going to call Paul McCartney. Okay. Do you know why we're calling him Paul McCartney? Yeah. Of yeah. Course. Okay. I, okay. I almost feel like I should edit out with that because like, <laughs> let's, let's not tip that- our hats, shall we? <laughs> Okay. There's no way anyone's going to figure it out based okay. on based on me saying that. Okay, we're going to call him Paul McCartney. So his name is Stella. <laughs> his name is Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Um. So anyway, I so I had matched with this guy, and I had sent our conversation to you as like a very awesome example of somebody like taking the opener, taking the conversation that I started, and like fully pivoting it into, okay, let's go out. Let's make a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And both of us were like, yes. Like, yes, Paul McCartney. Like, that's how you do it. Like, mm-hmm. good job. Um, and so he had basically – that uh, conversation had transpired. And then he, the last thing he had said to me was like, okay, so when are we going out? And uh, great. And so this was last Saturday, so like a week ago-ish. Um and I happened to be free that night because something that I was supposed to do had gotten canceled. And so right before you and I jumped on our recording, I was like, how about tonight? Like if, you, if you're if you around, like I'm in town. It was Labor Day weekend. So I was like, I happen to be in town for Labor Day. If you're around, how about Let's tonight? Let's do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. He never replied. Rip Paul McCartney. Yeah. And so I texted you and I was like, what the fuck? Like Paul McCartney, no response. And so – so, yeah, because uh, like he had like done all the things. And so about halfway through this past week, I was in Bumble. I was like replying to somebody and I saw his chat that like hadn't like lost, you know, it wasn't like out of my screen yet. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw one more thing at this and like see oh. if he – like I was actually – I had been talking to Alana Dunn earlier in the week and not about him, but I had just been like remembering about her story of how she had read her boyfriend's initial message on Hinge and then like didn't respond, forgot to reply. I forget exactly where her head was at, but then he followed up with her. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? And I was had just recently advised a client to do something similar. And I'm like, I'm going to try. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to see if he like read it and forgot to reply. Live, live the advice. Live the advice. And like very low stakes with this like stranger I've never met. Mm-hmm. And if he if it turns out that he's like consistently reading things and forgetting to reply and not following up over time, then like cut it. Yeah, that pattern will become clear. Yeah, exactly. What do I have to lose, right? So I'm like, I'm going to message this guy. So I used a line I've used before. And I said, I'm so sorry to do this to you, but I'm no longer free last Saturday. Oh, I remember when you used that. I like that. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. I've It's worked all the times I've used it, not that I've used it very many times. And he replied almost immediately. Interesting. And like apologized. Well, I think that like that actually like said to me like, oh, he that might be what it happened. It slipped through the cracks in some way. Yeah. yeah. And like he got – yeah, it slipped through the cracks. Yeah, for whatever reason. Um, and- this is actually random conjecture. Yeah. This is actually why I think potentially having notifications can cause you to miss things on Bumble. Because when the, the notification goes away, you like no longer think to look. Correct. Yeah. Whereas like I just kind of check when I can check and when I want to check. Whereas I absolutely will register a pin, like register a notification, a badge or whatever the hell they're called on a phone. Yeah. yeah. And then clear it because I hate that they're crowding my phone and then completely fucking forget that it happened. It happens to me all the time. And so if you're so trained to only respond to the, I I can see why that would happen. And it sounds to me like he has notifications if he responded instantly. For sure. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Anyway. It it actually, it happens to me in streaks. Like I'll go through streaks where I get worse at that. Cindy was laughing at me. She came over before we went out on Friday 
And like four different people that came up in our conversation, I was like, shit, I have to reply to that text. Shit, I forgot to reply to her. I had forgotten to reply to like five different people over the course of the previous two days. That is not like me. Yeah. So shit happens. Totally. the point. But anyway, so he responded immediately, apologized for being a flake, and asked if I was free one day this week. And I am free on Wednesday, or I was free on Wednesday. And so we are – and he offered to come to Brooklyn actually. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, but I'm I'm going to be in the office, so I oh, was true. like I'm going to be I'm going to be in the city, so it doesn't make sense for both of us to travel back to Brooklyn. Um, and so he suggested a place, and so that's what we're going to do on Wednesday. Amazing, good. Me and Paul McCartney. I love it. I also I'm glad that like he then didn't use you yep. reigniting the conversation to let you then also plan the date that he yes. took. Yes. He took the reins back from you in a way. Yeah, that and that is definitely something that I that I'm like keyed a, keyed in on in situations like that where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I've gone out on a limb here, and now like I want you to come out here with me. Totally. And he so far he has done that. Just you know, low bar of just picking a first date location at this juncture. But agreed. But we're both on. I think we're both on like, you know, even effort ground. Yeah. As a result. We celebrate the small victories. We do celebrate the small victories. Um, So yeah, so that's one date. And then I might have another date on Tuesday. Um, So do you remember that guy that I was talking to? I maybe never told you about this. I can't remember. I started talking to a guy before I went to Austin who was about to be out of town for three weeks. Yes. You mentioned this. Yes. Because I was like, oh, that's a long runway. Yeah. Um, And we like stopped talking. We like agreed to stop talking basically Um, (laughs) because it was just like – too, too much. We agreed to cease speaking. We agreed to stop. Um, so he came back this week and said he would throw me a couple – he was like, I got to see what my week is like this week, but like I'll throw you a couple ideas tomorrow, which is today. Um, I'm currently not free any days this week, but I'm supposed to have an outdoor happy hour on Tuesday that is probably going to get rescheduled because of the rain. Oh, interesting. So if that gets rescheduled, then I will be free on Tuesday. Otherwise, it'll have to be next week. They won't pick a new venue, you don't think? No, because it's at somebody's apartment. Okay. Well, then, yes. Yeah. So it's on. It's supposed to be at this person's roof, and the number of people that are going is too many to be inside her apartment. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well. So, yeah. So if that gets rescheduled, then I'll be free on Tuesday. Otherwise, I'll see him next week. Deal. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. What's what's going on with you in London? Did you I know you were like thinking about maybe yeah, checking out so the dating apps over there. I really don't have a free night. <laughs> because my so because my mom is here with me now. Yeah. And she leaves Wednesday morning. And then sheer coincidence, a friend of mine is gonna is arriving on Tuesday night. Oh fun. Yes. And so my only free night is Wednesday night. Because then she and I are going to go out on Thursday. No, I've already fucked it up. (laughs) Wednesday night's not. No, my only free night would be Friday night. Okay. Saturday morning, I have a 7 a.m. flight to Ireland. To go to to your horses. To go to horses. So not ideal to be necessarily going out that night. Um, Then, so then Wednesday, my friend and I are going to go out. She, um, I'm nerdily excited about this because it sounds really cool and I like never do stuff like this. She has a friend that is a member of this like very exclusive club. Oh, like Soho House but elevated? On you cannot take a you cannot ha- take a picture, you cannot like you cannot document your time there. It's like wild. Do like and royals a- go there? I have no idea. Um, I'm very intrigued. Yeah, I, I'm very intrigued as well. So we're going on Wednesday. And she said it's also just like beautiful. Like, I don't know. Do you watch um, – her description of it to me sounded like – do you watch um, Succession? No. So there's an episode – for the people that do, there is an episode with Kendall's birthday and he his birthday his the setup of the birthday is this giant it's this giant facility where each room is different like there's this like treehouse room and then there's this like tech room like each room has a 
it's sort of like the Madonna oh. Inn, but a club. Um, I don't know. I'm throwing out like a lot of references. It, whoever catches them is fine. Um, so she said like, there's this like flower room. That's like incredible. Like it's so beautiful. She's like, it's just beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited to experience that. Very fun. Yeah. Um, so she's going to take me there. Then Thursday night, um, I am staying up all night to do something on California time. Uh, and then Friday I leave or Friday, Saturday morning, I leave Friday, night, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So I don't so know. No, no I've just been looking, I've just been looking at the boys. <laughs> Look, I've been window shopping and great. And how are the windows? Um, I mean, they're very cute. Makes sense. Tracks. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But super great, consistent communication with the writer feeling so good about it. He continues to impress me. Love that. Yeah. Just like the things he brings up in conversation, just like the little, just like really, like really little things, just mentioning whether it's like mentioning like a book or a show or like a restaurant, like just like something that he's like doing or thinking about or whatever. It's just, he's like always cooler and more interesting. Like it's not, he's not cool. He's not cool. I'm not cool. Like none of us are cool. (laughs) in this conversation right now um you might be cool i don't know but uh, oh, certainly not i'm the i'm the sunglasses emoji pretending to be cool but not being oh cool. yes exactly you're hidden behind yeah like i i just keep being kind of like pl- really pleasantly surprised um and that's the thing it's like i don't know what my expectation is exactly like i don't know why it's it's just i i feel like i haven't had that in a while yeah and so it, it just like feels very nice that's amazing yeah I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, contributing to like, I'm not like jonesing to like go out on like a London date. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's what's up. That's great. Well. Also the I, queen died and that's very interesting. Also. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that is a very interesting time to be in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Um, we walked, my mom and I walked around Buckingham Palace today and it's just is it covered in flowers? Covered in flowers. It is. It was packed to the brim. It's abs- like absolutely in. It was insane. It was very impressive. Yeah. What a what a time. I was listening yeah. to. I listened to the daily. I was listening to them and somebody. It might have been another podcast that I heard this, but it was somebody like putting into context how old the queen was when various things in history happened, just to like put in in reference how long not only she's been alive, but how long she's been reigning. Yup. Because obviously she took the throne when she was very, very young. Super young. Yeah. Yeah, Super young. I saw like a – meme's the wrong – I always say meme, but it's not what they are when they're just text on a white square. Yeah. Where it said that like her coronation was probably announced with a telegram and her death was announced with a tweet. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's crazy. Um, yeah, somebody well, else was saying that 99% of people that are alive right now were born during her reign. Holy crap. Yeah, which like makes sense. She's 96. She was 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but like when you put it that way, and apologies if I got that statistic wrong. I, it's just something that I heard. But like it's a wildly high percent regardless. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we should all be so lucky. She was very spry and strong for a very long time. And I hope yeah. that, like Betty White vibes, I hope to have that energy. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but speaking of uh, being spry and lively, we actually, have both been yes. actually, literally <laughs> wow, speaking of that was this. perfect. Thank you. Um, we've both been trying out this new elixir called Magic Mind that I have really been enjoying as a supplement to my morning coffee. Yes, I have them together. I do – it's like a chaser. I do coffee yep. with a Magic Mind chaser. Same. <laughs> and it's great. And I, I've i realized, I've learned that I do a lot better with being able to stay like focused and good with work when I have things in my morning that are a routine like that. Mm. And it's just been really helping me like wrap my morning in a way that makes me feel like, okay, like I'm ready to like sit down and get going. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, I feel like it, it puts a little pep in my step in the mornings. And I also have noticed that it helps with my afternoon lull. 
Like I haven't been feeling as much like I need to take a nap in the afternoon as I, as I was before from it, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, that's funny. I'm always like, I'm like a slow to start gal. Like I have, I always am like, okay, time to go to work. (laughs) I'm like the opposite. I, although it takes me like a long time to wake up and I wouldn't call myself a morning person. I am like ready to go once I'm awake. Oh, nice. It's the afternoon where, where I get that lull. So it's been really lovely and I wasn't sure what to expect because, so it has matcha in it and I would, I, have never had matcha before, but I understand this to be the taste of matcha. And I like wasn't sure, like, am I going to like this? And by the end of the pack that I had, I was really sad that I wasn't going to be having it the next day and like already bought more. I love it. Yeah. And I also, like I personally, it has, it definitely has a little bit of like honey in it to bring out some sweetness. Um, But I actually really, I really like kind of like the bittery taste of matcha. Yeah. Um, Cause I have that like toxic trait where I'm like, this like tastes like health (laughs) and I just like feel better about myself. (laughs) I totally get that. So yeah, I've been really enjoying it. Another ingredient that it has in it that I've had in something previously is ashwagandha, Mm -hmm. which has been shown to help with stress and anxiety. And that's obviously something that I work through. So I've been really loving it. And if the listeners want to try it out, they can go to magicmind.co, C-O, slash F-M-H, and they can use our code F-M-H-2-0, and that'll get you 20% off a one-time purchase for your first time or 40% off your first subscription. And the 40% off your subscription offer lasts for 10 days after you hear our voices telling you to do this. So. Yes. If you want the 40% off the subscription, do it within the next 10 days using the code FMH20. Yeah, go check it out. And I am excited to get my refill pack and keep using it. I know. I'm going to have to buy some when I get back. Yeah. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are... I think over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come DC Comedy Loft Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand-up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows. Start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. And you'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt, I want to come with my sister, I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrheight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. So this is the first of our two-part episode about finances and dating. Yes. I'm excited and nervous. (laughs) You're nervous? Why are you nervous? Well, so because I like finances can be like a sticky topic. Yeah. And I got... And full disclosure, I got like roasted on Patreon about something. So I'm, I'm nervous. Uh, Listen to the Patreon archive and figure out what that was. Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's just, it's, it is a very taboo topic often, although I know we wish that it weren't. And I think having conversations like these is a way to help it become more That's something true. that people are comfortable talking about. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Uh, Be I the won't, change. I won't shy away from these difficult Be conversations. Be the change. Uh, but I think it's also something that like can evoke shame in, you know, with, and I know a lot of the questions that we got that we'll get into talk about that, about the shame that people have surrounding their finances from both angles, people that are ashamed that they don't make very much or that they don't feel stable financially and people that are embarrassed because they do make a lot 
mm-hmm. and feel like judgment in that case. Like it, it comes from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, um, was it the three Pete who made yes. comments about you having a car? Was that it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He made a lot of comments about things that I, I forgot about that actually until just now, but yes, that was him. He made a lot of comments about things that I, like when he came over to my apartment, mm. about what my apartment looks like, about me having a car, about um, I have a washer dryer. Like yeah. these, I'm using quotes around this, quote unquote status symbols that he perceived, his perceived status symbols that in his mind made my status different than his. Yeah. Again, I'm putting quotes around all of that. This is just his own perception and how he communicated it to me. Yeah. One of the things that I work on in therapy is not making a joke out of things to avoid talking about them. And <laughs> so if he had done that, I w- my reaction would have been, and all of this can be yours. <laughs> Which is not healthy, people. <laughs> well, I mean, I just brushed it off. Like I just was like, I it's it's honestly it's one of the reasons why I felt like we weren't compatible is because he like very clearly was uncomfortable with the things that I've that I have achieved, yeah. for lack of a better term. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um so before we really get into all the listener questions, we have a finance related weird or not. We we have two. So we've got this one and then we have one that we'll do when we chat with Nicole next week. Yes. Okay. When I heard two, I was like, what? No, no, no. I just posted, <laughs> okay, them, at the, yeah, I posted I them at the same time. Okay. So this week's weird or not is they want to split expenses evenly, but one of you makes way more. Uh, absolutely not. This is crazy. No. Very, very weird to me. Very weird. This is me. very strange. It doesn't logically make sense. It, it seems literally unfair. It's, uh, it is literally. It, li- it is literally. Yeah. Unfair. I, I could see you dividing uh, – like I'm trying to find a way to make this okay where it's like I, I could see you dividing categories. Maybe like one person pays rent, one person does all the groceries. I Like mm-hmm. I, I, that shouldn't be – I hope that's not 50-50. That would that'd be a t- t- terrible waste of money on food. But – Yeah, if you're spending as much on groceries as you are on rent, that – what? <laughs> we've got something to talk about. But yeah, no, this is inappropriate. This would be wrong and this is weird. Um. I need this to be like 90 weird, 10 nah. It's only 65 weird, 35 nah. Okay, nah, people justify yourselves. So I think I think a lot of this comes from, at least based on what people said, everybody who said weird said what you're saying. Like yeah. it, it's not equitable for it to be equal. Equitable yeah. and equal aren't the same thing. You know? So I think that to a person pretty much everybody said weird. Um, mm-hmm. A few people did a few. So then in the nah camp. Where you're at in your relationship, I think, comes into play here. And a lot of people who said nah are like, did we just start dating? Like, I, I wouldn't expect to be like to if we if I just started dating somebody, I wouldn't necessarily expect to have calculated what my percent contribution should be yeah. to a dinner or something. I guess like I that. don't think of having like joint expenses in the beginning. I don't either. And so I wouldn't I, count, yeah, I wouldn't count that as a joint venture at that point. No, and I think when we conceptualized this question, we were thinking about it in the concept of a more established relationship where you have joint expenses. But like people, you know, that it was that wasn't written down. Yeah. So a, a bunch of the people who said nah said that. Um, but then there was like another category of people that when we got listener questions which we'll get into more about this when we talk to Nicole because it's more today we're going to focus more on like early dating and then save a lot of the stuff about established relationships, living together, getting engaged, et cetera, for our conversation with Nicole. But there were a lot of people who wrote in with questions about making less than somebody but still wanting to contribute equally. Yeah, which I think you can. Absolutely. But so I think like when I read that question, my just – biased assumption is that it's the person who makes more who thinks things should be equal. And then I'm like, whoa, 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 that's not fair. Yeah. I don't. So I think there's a lot that can, do you know what? It's funny you say that because do you know what my thought is right now? Did you watch Selling Mm -hmm. Sunset? No. So there's a woman on the show named Mary who is 
a very successful real estate agent. And like, that's legit. There's a lot about that show that's fake, but she is a real real estate agent and I think does like pretty well. Okay. She has married this French, this very young French man who does, um, he since I think he was probably a model since meeting her and being with her, he has started his own kind of like construct, like construction company essentially. And they do flipping together too. And like all this stuff, whatever. And they are talking about how there's a scene where they're talking about like how hot they want to buy a house. And she's talking about how hot the market is in LA and how hard it is to find something affordable and how quickly it goes. And she was saying, I feel like I need your okay that if I see something that's in our price range and I believe it's good for us, I need you to trust me to make a move on it. And he's saying to her, I don't want to buy a house until I can contribute 50-50. And she's like, I don't know that we're ever going to be there. Oh, yeah. And she's then trying to tell him like, well, since you do construction, I'm going to expect you to like rehab the house, like sweat equity. And like you are going to be putting in stuff that I can't do. And it's like she tries to kind of appeal to him in that way. But like I really think it can be the person who's making less that wants to – it could make you feel less than not to contribute 50%. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And so, and a lot of people wrote in with questions about working through that. And so, I think that is where people's heads were, some people's heads were at in saying that it's not weird to want that. Yeah. Like, if you're the person, I think it's weird if you're the person who makes more wanting things to be equal. Absolutely, full stop. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's as weird, although I wouldn't recommend it the other way. Like, I understand more so the other way. Although I agree with you that I I think it should just be based on what you make. I think also wanting something and thinking it's the right thing to do to execute it are different things. Very true. Yeah. Like I might want something to look a certain way, but then having that be realistic is entirely – it would be – like that outcome would be inappropriate, right? Like my want has no relationship to reality. Reality. Yeah, completely. So, but yeah, largely weird. All right. So now we get into listener questions. We got more listener questions for this topic than I think any other topic. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't actually count that. Like I, I'm not, I don't actually keep that statistic. Not, not an official stat. It's not an official stat, but just based on the number of screenshots that I had to take of the questions, yeah. it's, it's a lot. Um, so starting – I'd like to start the conversation with like when you're single – yeah. And just out there, you know, you're on dating apps, kind of like, you know, we got a lot of questions about insecurities with what to put on your dating app profile or what to talk about or what to reveal early on. Mm-hmm. Specifically, and, and a lot of these questions came from women who date men, specifically women who are lawyers, women who are doctors, women who have like, or, you know, vice presidents or like things in their titles that are you know, objectively, quote unquote, high power. Yeah. Feeling insecure about that on their dating app profile because of what that might signal. Yeah. My friend who's a loyal listener, she and a girl, she and a girlfriend of hers are both lawyers in New York Mm -hmm. and they have experimented with this. Interesting. They have played putting lawyer. They have played putting paralegal. They have played putting like law clerk they have tried like different titles yeah and they different results more people liking them when they have quote-unquote lower profile jobs yeah and i actually saw we should just weird or not this tiktok it, it it's a girl talking about how she she's an accountant uh-huh and she decided to put like secretary on her dating profile Um, and she got a ton more matches and she decided that like she was just going to upkeep that lie because she feels like her job as an accountant doesn't define her and therefore like she could have any job it doesn't matter and I'm like what that okay so because my my follow my immediate you don't have to quit like you have to become a secretary my so my because my immediate follow up question to you when I when I when you said that yes your friends got more matches or more likes by saying that they were a paralegal versus a lawyer let's say are those the people you want Can't liking be. you? Can't be right. 
For me, and no. Then, right. For me, no either. If you are but truly like, willing to quit and become a secretary to be with a certain person, I guess go off. But not for me. No. And I, like basically – or any career. Like if you yeah. if you want – if you are seeking people who don't want somebody who has the job you have – then to the point to the extent where you're willing to lie about the job that you have so that you can attract other people maybe you don't want that job as much as you think you do right yes yeah don't be the job that you are if you are legitimately happy visualizing a different job that would yeah result in a different life like fully okay but cuz then my follow up question to so second so first follow up question is like are those even the people you want to be matching with second follow up question at what point, at some point, they have to find out what you do. Yeah, I have no idea where like, where the end of this charade goes. But anyway, it was a particularly crazy TikTok. It's the, same, it's the same concept or a similar concept as somebody lying about their age and not revealing yep. that. Like at what point do you at, tell the person that At your you next trip dating? around the sun. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But like it's – yeah, that uh, it's not a long-term strategy, folks. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry, that did not answer your question. Um, yeah, I mean, job, the problem, what's tricky, I think, a little bit too, is that job does like signal a lot more than finances. Yes. It, it can say, like, I'm sometimes wary about doctors because of like how much, how time consuming that career is. And I'm wary about, pilots because they're gone a lot and like I like I just don't want that life you know and so like neither of those things are signaling anything to me financially um it's just like a life compatibility issue but yeah I mean do you think do you think there's a strategy in just like not putting your job on your profile I mean uh, my initial gut is that if somebody is going to not want to date me because of the job I have, best to know. I don't want to date them. Yeah. You That's know, fair. so I certainly full stop do not recommend lying. I would understand if somebody just wanted to pull it off entirely. Yeah. And just talk about it in person or whatever that might end up looking like. Mm -hmm. But I, I would rather just have them swipe on left. If they're going to feel a certain kind of way about me having whatever job I have. Yeah. And true. I never have to meet them in person and have that conversation face-to-face. -face. Yeah. Definitely. Somebody asked me in my live today, she said that men get very – tend to get very weird when she reveals that she owns her house. Should she pretend she rents it? No. No. Yeah. Like if you – if somebody is weird about that – objectively amazing thing that you've been able to accomplish. Yeah. Then you don't want that person. You know, we've dealt with that on a Patreon question before where she yeah, put that her hobby, she said that like a hobby was um, like doing renovation projects around her new house. And yeah. and men were like, oh, what? You own your you house? You own your house? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, no, no, me, no. <laughs> to be clear, I'm not the homeowner in this conversation. Um, but no, I'm a sad renter with termites. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, how are the termites? Did they come up? Did they show up and fix them? Or you don't know? They did. They took an assessment. They're fixing the beams. Amy very kindly handled that for me. Um, oh, and then they, me. they have to come back. But um, anyway, um, no, I think because also again, you have to envision the end of the line, which is. Mm -hmm. When you then are further with this person and are being very open about your like assets and debts and everything going on, what do you say? Right. Like that, yeah. You, you're like, oh, actually, just kidding. I know I've told you that I've been renting this house, but like, hee hee, surprise, I own it. Yeah. That, that lie, the, you know, what, what the cover up is worse than the crime. Not that owning a house is a crime. <laughs> Yes. But like then it's like I even if I would would have been fine with you owning this house, now you like lied about it to me. That's the weird part now. Yeah, totally. I think I've told you this story. I think I've told you the story on the podcast before where like it was um somebody who was high up at our place of employment mm -hmm. and older, like retired I think pretty shortly after like we left. Yeah. She was taking the, I think the like the path in from New Jersey, and 
wanted, like motioned to a seat where a young man was occupying the seat and kind of gestured to sit down. And he goes, you wanted to work? (gasps) Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, that is to me just like disrespectful. (laughs) Obviously. Fully fully Um, disrespectful. And, and, and yet I do recognize that there is, and like, this is not, it is a segue, not an example, but there is a tear between, I think, like reconciling the fact that I am an independent, like a financially independent woman who absolutely could buy my own dinner or drinks any night of the week I chose. And yet I want a man to pay for that if he so chooses to take me out on a date on any given day. Yeah, there's definitely a push-pull between those things. And I think we see that we saw that in a ton of questions we got. Like we see that, you know, in in a lot of forums is women, especially women that, you know, similar to us are like, you know, moving along in their careers and are very like take charge people, Mm -hmm. generally speaking, and definitely looking for a partnership, but at the same time, want chivalry to not be completely dead. Yeah. It's a, it's a tricky balance. Yeah. And I actually, you know, going back to like matchmaker Maria a little bit, it's, you know, that is clearly very ingrained in the Greek culture that she was describing where the men are given like a dating allowance yeah, because they're expected to pay for the woman. And like, I'm just okay with this being a cultural norm. And I think I am, I will have, I will engage in any type of debate for second date onward. The first date, I am pretty adamant that a man needs to pick something within his, like for me, he needs to pick a date venue that is within his means and then pay for it. Yeah, I can get on board with that. I don't mind. So like I I always offer to split on a first date mm-hmm. and don't mind if they accept it. But my preference would be that they don't. I'm not – it's not a deal breaker for me though if they accept it. Is it a deal breaker for you? If do, I guess backing up further, do you do you offer to pay I I, on that I engage date? in the charade. I do not mean it. <laughs> I will be fully honest. Okay. I do not mean it. Um, I do the wallet reach and say, can, can I contribute? And I need them to say no. Yeah, I – I also offer, though I do mean it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, but again, like I think there's – I mean, I would follow through if they t- – I'm not going to be like, ha-ha, not course. paying. I will yeah. obviously then split, but then I'm, I'm, I've am i mentally written them off a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't. Like I think that that – if they do accept, although that's not my preference, it's not – I'm not casting any aspersions mm-hmm. based on that or, or based on like how I want to proceed – um, I just like struggle a little bit, I think, with there's something there's something interesting that I read about that moment. This yeah. is a long time ago, and I'm really struggling to remember where I read it. But about that moment of like the guy, you know, the the bill coming, the like woman potentially offering or not offering, it might have been Matthew Hussey. Oh. I don't remember. Where Well, if it's a good thing, let's give him credit. <laughs> great. Well, it was it was more so about how that moment of somebody being able to say like, no, I've got this makes it a nice moment versus if you just like assume they're going to pay and they never get to like say, I've got this or like this one's on me or, or, or something like that. Yeah. And I think there is something to that. Yeah, I agree. Of the like acknowledgement, obviously – like then, you know, saying like, thank you and, you know, et cetera. I don't really know what point I was making with that. I just something that I remember that that I read that I thought like, yeah, there probably is something to that. Yeah. Well, good. Um, Supports. Yeah. But I think what I was going to say that I kind of struggle with sometimes is like the offering but not really meaning it. Like that, that is sort of like objectively disingenuous. But like I also understand – I also get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean to me – in a way, 
in a cultural norming way, it is no different than me asking you how you are and you are supposed to say fine. You're supposed to say I'm good. Yeah. You know? And it's just like we do things all the time that aren't necessarily true. And you do it to be a good citizen in that interaction. Like fit in, in, in that with micro the societal interaction. norm. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I, I understand it for sure. That's just the like kind of like push-pull in yeah. my mind about it. No, I understand that. Um, and it's actually funny. So the the writer – like got our drinks at our first date. And then Mm. we split our, he then it's funny. He then paid for a third date. We split our second date. And I think that he didn't notice that I have was like pulling my card out and like put it down. And I just like put it down. Cause then on your second date. mm -hmm, Cause then when it came and she handed us two bills, he goes, Oh, well I'm getting the tip then. I was like, okay, like (laughs) it's fine. Like we're good. That actually brings something up, though, that that I have wondered myself and that a few people asked. If somebody consistently says no, do you keep offering every single time? Wait. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, sure. Like if you keep going on dates and you keep offering and they keep saying no? Yes. So I think – I. As more dates go on, I like to balance it a little bit more, which is actually why around like date four or five, whatever, I really like to do like a cooking date where like I like make a meal because obviously yeah, then it's like then you've bought all the stuff together or whatever. And, yeah. But I do try to around like I, I think actually date four or five is good um, because like I'm trying to sort of think about like the path that like the writer and I are on, right? Because like I, yeah. I really like the kind of like pacing and whatnot. So like he – Planned the first date. He picked. Oh, I only had one night free, so like I st- I like gave him the day that we had to have a second date. Yeah. And um, I also a reason I was like a little bit more aggressive too about probably putting my credit card down and not doing more of like a hoo hoo like a reveal like <laughs> tell me to stop um, slowly like exactly yeah <laughs> um, is because I had also like. I gave him a couple choices and he chose that. So like, I felt like I had like steered date two a little bit. Yeah. And you, had, you fully, had skin in the game. Yeah. And then he fully planned date three and took it, whatever. So four or five, I think is like a good time to say to somebody like, I'd really like to take you here. Yeah. And then it's clear that like, I am taking you out. Like, this is my idea. I want to go here and I want you to come with me and like, it's on me and um or like like that or even um like I have a friend who like got um hockey tickets and was like oh I really want to take you to this hockey game and so like she then paid for that date and I guess if that person was then super insistent of like Venmoing and reimbursing at some point you don't want to fight anymore right like you you don't (laughs) yeah so you gotta draw the line somewhere I will do like portions of a date. So mm. like if we get a nightcap after dinner and he is paid for dinner. Yeah. I'll be like, let me let me get this round. By the way, we need merch with nightcap because no one in my life says nightcap as much as you. Really? Yes. I love a nightcap. Well, I know you do. <laughs> That's why. I think we need nightcap merch. <laughs> I love this idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or anything, right? Like, or if we get, you know, a drink before dinner and, and it's like not our first date, right? Like he's paid for a couple dates or whatever. Or like when the disco ball and I went to Governor's Island, I got there before he did. And so I bought our ferry tickets. Beautiful. And also like, like that's subtle. You can't then get in a big back and forth about it. No. Also, they were like a couple dollars. So it's like, and it's not, really even, so it's not even about, yeah, woo, went all out. Bought the express. Um, it's like not even about like the financial amount at that point, right? It's just about like I am also wanting to contribute to us seeing each other. 100%. Uh, but I I got into this situation with the rower because he like – unless I was able to sneakily do something before he got there or something, he never let me buy anything. Mm. Ever. But that's – see, and like I, I have a reaction to that where I'm like, that's really nice. It was it was really nice. But the reason I – it's not that I didn't like that. It's that I I found myself wondering like, should I even continue to offer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he he very clear we, – we very clearly I am not going to be paying for anything. And I, I still I still I, think I, you do to a certain point. There's got to be a stoppage point. But like I, I would – 
I started proactively saying thank you instead of offering. I like that. Because I just knew he wasn't – we'd been on a ton of dates at this point and like I just knew that he wasn't going to let me. And so when like the bill was coming and he just would reach for it and I just would proactively be like, thank you for dinner. Yeah. that's Because I just knew. I just knew he was buying it. That's – yeah, yeah. Okay. That's very fair. I like that. So anyhow. So – you mentioned something you mentioned about like them planning a date within their means mm-hmm. kind of struck me because how do you – so uh, something I want to talk about is like navigating date planning when there might not be – when there might be an income disparity, when like certain dates might not be within each of your budgets and maybe it's before you've talked about that. How do you navigate that? Yeah, that's why I think it's a little bit on – that's why I like the idea of the person who – suggests a restaurant or plans the date or picks the bar, you know, insert activity here is kind of responsible for payment because that makes sense. For example, like actually Matt is a good example where he has this philosophy of like, he always really wants to go to a place that he wants to try, whether that be Mm -hmm. like whatever. So then if it's a meh date, he can always feel like he still had this good experience in this new restaurant, this new place, whatever. And so his, he always is like, well, I'm going to buy because I wanted to go to this place and I'm driving us the, I'm driving the bus to get us there. Yeah. And like, I've, I've definitely been on like coffee walking dates and uh, like, honestly, like a glass of wine is $10 really, you know, it's not going to break, fully break the bank. It, it brings me back to the date I told, uh, the story I told about my worst date ever where the guy like kind of forced me into having dinner with him and then bought that insanely expensive bottle of wine and expected me to split it. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like ridiculous. Like I would never have – first of all, at that point in my life, I never would have even suggested dinner at that place because I couldn't afford it. Yeah. I could have made it work. But the bottle of wine? Crazy. Like, that is so presumptuous. Yeah. So I, I, I'm totally with you. Like if you want to ball out and order like a ton of shit for us to eat, fine. But like, don't just assume that I'm lumped into this with you. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and I think like dates can be easy and creative. Like I, you know, when Mr. Nobody and I went to the, we went to this like fun outdoor bar with like grass. That was a super casual, like kind of early evening, happy hour time date. And we sat outside and played like horseshoes and had one drink a piece because it was like a weekday like it yeah and he's in grad school he has like student he has student debt he's in clinical like he doesn't have a lot of money but like we he can facilitate that date how is he by the way is he back yeah remember the car accident oh fuck yeah that's yeah. right I forgot. yeah yeah he wanted to hang before i came to london i just couldn't make it happen oh, okay yeah um but he is physically well physically well good, <laughs> yeah. good. but yeah and i think that like like I said, I've done plenty of like beach or even like I've I've gone on a date where a guy like had gotten a like bottle of wine somewhere, whatever, you know, his uh, whatever purchase price that was um, yeah. and put it in little like the canteens with the little screw top cups, you know, and then so we did cute. like a sunset walk. Fine. Yeah, my, great. my second date with ASV was that we because he was in school when ASV and I first met, he was in school. Um, and he, our second date, he got a bottle of wine and we walked across the Brooklyn bridge. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Super fun. Or go, let's do a picnic. Go to Vaughn. Um, I've, I've actually done that before. Somebody got like some takeout and we like sat in the park and that was actually, um, that was one of the guys that I've dated that's sober and he got some snacks and I brought a beach blanket and some cards or whatever. And like, we just sat around and hung out at this park um anyway this is all we're just like fucking listing dates at this point anyway (laughs) this is all to say there are plenty of ways to creatively date within your means um i think things get a little complicated a little further along when you're like in a relationship but not engaged or married like trips to weddings visiting family for the holidays Couple who gets the hotel? Who gets the tricky. airport airplane? Like that shit is a lot to me. That's that's where things get messy. Trips to weddings, I think, 
is a little more defined for me because I think that if you're inviting somebody to a wedding that you should pay for them being at that wedding. Is that everything like airfare included? Airfare could get a little trickier if you're if it is like a destination type thing. I guess it depends on what else you might be doing. Like are you turning this into a vacation as well? I've and always like, done like I'll cover like I have to be there anyway. So like I'm paying for like the hotel, whatever, but like I expect them to get themselves there. Yeah, transportation I could I I think I'm I'm less strict on. Yeah. Um I haven't I haven't taken somebody to a wedding that required a plane. Mm. So I'm like trying to think about what happened when the classmate went to Chicago. He 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 paid for his way to get to Chicago. He paid for his yeah that that does make sense to and me. New York. Oh, that's right. He he came to New York. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, the transportation piece makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But like, I've had I've had friends get invited to be somebody's plus one at a wedding and been asked to split the gift with the person. They don't know the gr- the bride and groom. What? Yeah. I just looked stunned for a moment. Yeah. The woman was too stunned to speak. Yeah. No, I would never ask Ever. a person to do that. No, no, no. Ever. They got a Venmo request. This has happened to two different friends of mine. They got Venmo requests for half of the gift that the guy that they invited – that they that invited them to this wedding bought for his Absolutely friend. not. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, but then so, – so weddings I think is a, a little easier because it's like if you don't know that couple at all and you're just coming along, then – Trips gets funkier. Mm-hmm. What What do you think about when you're going home to meet someone's family? Like when you're going home with someone. So I've definitely. I mean, I've obviously done that before. I, I'm. Oh, interesting. So I went. I definitely. So I met PowerPoints. PowerPoints parents live in Connecticut, and I had. I was in New York and took the train into Connecticut. Okay. Like I definitely got myself there. And then yeah. like, his family then covered everything once we were there. And then same – and then the st- when I met the student's family, we had we actually drove up from L.A. to San Francisco. And they – it's – that's actually interesting. Um, he was very like embarrassed about his like family home. Oh. Yeah. Just to, like in terms of like – thinking it like wasn't nice enough or like stuff like that. And th- I mean, that's like a whole other, you know, box can of worms, but. That's interesting. And yeah. we actually got a couple questions about that, about like when, if you, when your partner feels insecure, either that you make more than them or that your family is in a different, you know, financial bracket than theirs is. Um, I've never gotten on a plane to meet a boyfriend's family. Everybody that I've dated more seriously, their family has been within like train or driving distance of mm-hmm. New York. Yeah. Um, so I, so it's like a train ticket. It's like I, I bought my own train tickets in all of those cases, but it was, that's not that big of an expense. Yeah. Um, but the two guys that I've brought home, both of them bought their own plane tickets. Yeah. But then to your point, all the times that I've went, gone to visit a family and all the times that boyfriends have come to visit mine, like, there's pretty much no additional expense once we're there. That's why I think it's fine to pay for transportation because once you get there, it, the expenses are done. Yeah. I did think it was really nice. This is one of the only really nice things um, that happened on this trip. But the Oyster bought dinner one night, like insisted on paying for dinner for my family when we were out. Oh, one yes, night yes, yes. To like thank, thank them for hosting it. So I thought that was really nice. Yeah. The, the classmate did that as well. My mother did not allow it. Yeah, my uh, I had I had previously I had warned my mom that this was going to happen because he had asked me if he mm, could. That's nice. And so and I said yes, and so I told my mom about it in advance, and I was like, please just like let him buy this dinner. Yeah. The coach did not do that, but we were twenty five, so it was like a very 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 that's different, different very different means in terms of the plate of the availability of funds. Yeah, very. Um, but is there anything else that we should? I mean, we've talked about remember? a bunch, but I think that like. There's there's plenty more here we, that we can dive into in hot topics and other apps. Yeah. Um, also, this would be I think like a good topic to broach like with a guy when we have one of those. Totally, we should totally do a um, ask a thirty something man and like financial edition. Yeah, financial edition. I love that. Um, and of course, next week we're gonna get into a ton oh, more. Oh like, like something we didn't even touch on. What about like long distance, where like you pay to get yourself there, and then do they have to pay for everything once oh, you're there? Oh, 
that is something that came up with me in ASV a lot. I bet. Because anyway, especially wait, we have too much. <laughs> oh yeah, we do have too much. But like also there was an income disparity there. Right. So like yeah, it just there was a lot. Yeah, that is something we should talk about. But yes, I love the idea of a 30-something man finance edition. Um and we're gonna get into a lot more stuff with Nicole next week about, Perfect. you know, further on in relationships, moving in together, you know, engagement, marriage, like the stuff to talk about there. Very exciting. Great. And, and since she – because of her schedule, apologies in advance if I cannot be on that recording. No prob. Um, we will miss you dearly. I also need to figure out what I'm going to do for the update section. Like if I'm going to like have somebody with me or like who. I could probably update with I you. Decide. Oh, do you think? I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know how like the <laughs> Wi-Fi is in, in – Oh, good point. Good point. Because we yeah. don't need video. We could like we could just that's record true. audio for that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We could even do we could even record audio on Zoom. We don't need the listeners don't need to hear about us talk about these logistics. That's true. Okay. Um g- goodbye listeners. We will goodbye. we will discuss this offline. <laughs> Good night. Good or night. Whatever time it is. It's night. Bye. 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 Bye.